According to Mike and Tony is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Dom Empey of the Dead Poets. You are now listening to According to Mike and Tony. Crazy week indeed. Episode number 67. We are back in the Rimcad studios and at it again, my friend. How has this crazy week treated you? All amongst the blizzard. We have another potential blizzard coming up. By the time this is out, people may be snowed in and listening to us again. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a little bit early this early this time so we can get out and hopefully avoid the, uh, the roads. Um, yeah, dude, Wednesday was crazy. Like crazy. Yeah. I remember looking at night right before I went to bed and nothing right mm-hmm. and then wake up and it's just outside just like right full-blown like movie style like wind everywhere you can't see anything yeah in the backyard because the wind was blowing in the direction of the the back house all the windows are plastered with snow so you couldn't see out damn and so we yeah. had like a giant glacier hanging from one yeah. part of our roof like <laughs> by you? the front porch yeah i was like oh don't go over there kids <laughs> yeah it was really it was really really nuts man uh the wind was insane and how often um first of all it's pretty rare to get a snow day and then did you get two in a row my kids did no and my wife did just got the one. Oh, okay Gotcha. Yeah, but it's pretty rare. And, and it what, didn't even snow the second day. It was just the roads were so jacked from the day before. Yeah, but um, I have was, a Jeep. Yeah. So. Oh, dude, I'm so <laughs> dumb. The second day, we weren't prepared for two days. We were pre- prepared for one and I had all three kids. And uh-huh. My wife was home and stuff. So the kids just ate the whole kitchen that day. <laughs> so it was like the next day, uh, I woke up early and was like, I didn't expect them to get canceled, but I got a phone call from the school saying uh, school was canceled again. I was Jeez. like, geez, man. I'm like, great. And by the way, next week is spring break. So this was like my week to get ahead on everything. Mm, because nope. I'm, yeah. Nope. Yeah. Did, shit did not happen. Uh, so anyways, so uh, I told my wife, if I'm going to go, I got up super early and I said, I'm going to go get some groceries, you know, get some breakfast and whatnot. And uh, she was like, are you sure? I think the roads are still pretty bad. And I said, yeah, it'll be fine. Dude, I took the minivan. I didn't get out of the driveway. Like I got halfway. The thing is low, dude. <laughs> dude, <laughs> it sucks. So I was, dude, I got furious. I was having like a temper tantrum. I was so mad, dude, <laughs> because I was like, I watched three people leave. Now, mind you, all three people were in four by four. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like smart Coloradans. Uh, I was trying to do it in a Honda minivan. Uh, but it got stuck. I, I ended up getting shovels. It literally took me 45 minutes, but I was so determined. You know how you get, it's, maybe it's a dude thing. You just get so hard-headed, like, I'm going to get to the store and buy the food. <laughs> and so I, I insisted. I pulled out. At, at one point, I had not only snow shovels, but I had, like, you know, a regular spade shovel out there. And I'm, like, digging under the car because that, exactly what you said. It's so low. It was like, the I think the, the the van kind of went up on top of the snow and was just sort of sitting there. So the wheels weren't doing anything. So I dug the thing completely out. Actually got out. Uh, <laughs> the funniest part, you know me, man. I got out. <laughs> I head down to the first road, which is a little bit better, start driving, and realize that I had taken my jacket off, which had my wallet in it. Aww. So it was sitting in the garage. So I had to go back. I didn't dare pull back in the driveway. I just sat out. I pulled, kind of parked in the road. Down the street and you ran. <laughs> pretty much pretty much pretty much went and got the food and stuff but yeah no it was crazy man there was there was so much snow on the ground and then that second day like you said was the wind man yeah. you could just hear it just beating on the side of the house like so yeah. loud no it was um we went outside the, the that same day after everything had subsided in the, the blizzard day whatever like 
four o'clock-ish, dude. I was outside with, you know, with my daughter, and I was snow blowing and <clears throat> clearing everything you out. Lucky and, bastard. Yep. to get a snowblower. <laughs> yes. Thanks to my dad giving me that uh, snowblower. Yeah, I saw if that If you post. can fix it. If you can fix it, you can oh, have it. Oh, of course it. you can so fix I was like, it. Yep, yeah. I'll fix it. That would be still be sitting in my garage because I would have taken it when <laughs> it would not got fixed. But yeah, fix it, dude, and snowblowed and everything. Made a giant ass snowman as big as me. <laughs> Did you see that snowman, dude? Like I was rolling out the balls of the snowman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Clive, he was out with me. Yeah, yeah. And rolling it, rolling it, rolling it. I was like, dude, this thing's. I'm gonna make this fucking thing huge. <laughs> I was like, this bitch is gonna be huge, nice. right? And so I'm like rolling it, rolling it. And then I was like thinking about it. I was like, okay. Need the base to be this big because if it's gonna be as tall as me, it needs to be the second part needs to be this big and the third part needs to be this big. Architect over here. And so I was like, all right, so rolled out the big part, dude. It was huge, like giant, dude. <laughs> and then the second one, I was like, all right, it doesn't need to be as big. And so I literally was like, all right, I felt like Stan Carradine, like professional strongman, had this ball, this <laughs> ball of snow. <laughs> and I was like, all right, here we go. I was like, bam, wrap my arms around like this, Tony. Like, like circular. Like an, like an atlas stone. Yeah, like atlas stone, dude. <laughs> Just got it. Pulled it up, bam, right on top of the other piece. And the same with the head. Rolled yeah. up another big piece. And then right on top, bam, on the other one. Oh, and I don't know if you saw the picture awesome. on Facebook. That's, I didn't. That's how big it is. It's as big you as, almost as big as me. Yeah. Oh, my God. I got to see It's almost that. as big as me. And <laughs> Damn, that's so crazy. I, uh, it, you, See, you grew up, you grew up in Colorado, so you kind of know. Like, I've tried to build snowmen before here and wasn't able to do it. But I think that it has to be the right texture of snow, right? Yeah, it can't just be any snow. No. Like I've failed many times at trying to at, to build those. Yeah, and the whole time I was making it, Calliope was walking around it too, and I was like, oh my god, it's not not structurally structurally sound. <laughs> yeah. I need to make sure yeah. it doesn't tip over when she's like around it because she was helping me put like snow in patches and smooth it out and everything like that. Right. And I was like, oh, my gosh, dude. I was like, please don't fall over on her. Oh, man. It's like that's a horrible thought. It's like 150 pounds worth of snow probably. <laughs> yeah, cause, and then there's that part of you, too, that's like, you know, I'm forever going to be a terrible dad. <laughs> Did you find it? Uh, I'm going down your timeline now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told you, dude. <laughs> that thing is massive. That is a badass snowman. Wow, dude. And your daughter's standing next to it, and she's barely taller than the, the bottom f- one. First ball. The bottom, yeah, the bottom ball. <laughs> Insane. And mind you, she's like three feet tall. So Yeah. Yeah, she's growing fast, by the way. Uh, is that a, what is that scarf you've got on there? It's just like a... Uh, something from the garage or something? No, from the tree. The Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas. Oh. The tinsel. You, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that you loop around it. Nice little hat on him, too. Damn, that is pretty impressive, dude. And then I like how the spots all cleared out around it. Yeah. You used all the snow in your yard to build that thing. <laughs> that is so cool. Damn, that's cool. It makes me want to build a snowman. I didn't know. Uh, I can't say that without hearing the song in my head because my frozen kid's song. frozen. <laughs> Do you want to build a snowman? Yeah. No, she called that Olaf's daddy. <laughs> that's what she said. But with the hat, he kind of looks like <laughs> Olaf's, like uh, the dude Olaf borrowed money from that's <laughs> coming to collect. <laughs> He's got like an old gangster looking hat on. Yeah, dude, no joke. Tuesday before the blizzard, I was out with the chopper. I drove to work and everything. I know. Uh, it was 73 degrees, drove on the chopper, and that, like I said, next day, literally blizzard. That's what's so crazy about Colorado. I saw the one of the news channels, that I saw that on Facebook where they posted, they were like, it was like a camera shot, you know, from the freeway where it shows yeah. the traffic, it's like time elapsed or whatever. And it shows it, it was like, this was Tuesday, and this is today. And it was just like. And you can't see like, dude, the second half of the so yeah. insane. <laughs> and every year it's like that. I've gotten used to it now. I've been out here enough time, but I, it 
you always get that feeling like, oh yes, winter's coming to an end. Spring is here. Summer will be here before we know it. And then yeah. it's like, bam, bam you March. Just get yeah. dropped on like tons. What's well, happens? Of snow. Every, like like I said, since like you said, since I've been out here, I've been a native. It literally, the winter has been pushed back, and the spring has right. always started later. And so it's every single time. Like when I was a kid in October, we used to wear like jackets and stuff under our or over our you know halloween costumes yeah it's always snowing around that for sure nowadays not no. in october not I snowing know. around in october it's warm and yeah so it's so weird uh and the other part too i wanted to ask you since you have been here a lot longer than i have back in the day did you still get a lot of like moisture like a lot of rain and stuff in the spring like march and, yeah in april you see a lot it was of rain, rain though it was like then. actual yeah, yeah it was like okay. the actual followed the seasons yeah not at all now dude yeah it's super late like i remember what at one point in time was it may yeah there was snow in may dude that was last year wasn't it and i think two years in a row one was like late april and one i think last year was actually may something like that dude it was like by then i'm already starting the patio gigs and stuff and it's just like (laughs) boom just gets dumped on like i'm not playing on the patio today son (laughs) yeah colorado is uh that's one thing i do love is that there are different seasons but even even in the short amount of time I've been here, you know, ten or eleven years, it's it's really changed. Like when I first came here, I remember just ten years ago, it was like that. It was four seasons, you know. And then by the time March rolled around, it was starting to warm up a little bit. It might get a little bit of rain here and there, uh, but now not the case. This is the uh, global warming. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. it's not real. That's not real. Yeah. I mean. Well, part of it, they probably should <laughs> stop calling it global warming, right? Because then everyone, because the focus is the global temperatures going up, which yes. is true. But then people just get that stuck in their head. Like, why is there a snowstorm? It's global warming. Yeah. See? It's like climate change. That's what they were saying. Doesn't it amaze you how people <laughs> walk around and they will form their entire belief system about life based on like, like a fucking headline or like a, a one sentence concept, you know, where they're like, Oh, global warming. It's not getting warmer. It's like, if you look into any of the research, it's not saying that it's not saying everywhere is just going to get scorching hot all the time. It's basically <laughs> just saying overall, the global temperature is rising pretty quickly compared to historically how it's done. And but the, it, and in, the proof is in the ice caps. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Like I saw something about the polar bears just snagging up. What do they eat? Seals? Is it seals mostly yeah. that they eat? Yeah. They're just snagging them up now because back in the day there used to be like all that broken ice where they could hide and it was like a whole nother place where they could be. And now it's no more. So the polar bears are just going up and just snatching them up. There's no place to hide. <laughs> Can you imagine if you were like a forest animal and you used to hide behind trees and then just one day there's just no more trees. There's no more trees. Like, but all uh, the predators are still there. Yeah. You're like, uh, looking at each other going, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's when evolution happens though, usually. Like one of those bottlenecks, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens in evolution. And that's another one people misunderstand a lot. Like you always hear that argument of if if evolution is real, then why are why there still monkeys? Chimps? Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> like, no, you don't it's no, you don't understand. We have a common ancestor. That's the concept behind evolution. But yeah, but again, case in point, people will just Well, it's a mutation, like something happened in the strain where something got mutated and then somebody else right. Made it with that mutation, and the mutation was dominant. Mm-hmm. And it created another one, and so they survived at a higher rate than the ones that didn't have that yeah. adaptation. And so then eventually, you know, it, 
And so a bottleneck is one of those situations where something extreme happens and there's usually already an existing mutation. Like, you know, all these animals are all, you know, they all have black fur. Uh, but this one, you know, these four or five families of them have white fur. And then all of a sudden something happens with the sun or whatever. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But <laughs> some shit happens where it becomes more advantageous if you have the all white fur. And so then the ones with all white fur pass on and the black ones that are all black die at a higher rate and so on and so forth. I don't know why I picked black and white. That was a fucking terrible choice of <laughs> analogy, right? Especially with the climate today. Yeah. <laughs> Trump and racism running rampant. Rampant. Issues with kids getting shot and cops and whatnot. And I'm making an analogy of black and white animals. <laughs> and the, the black of, ones die off. <laughs> the views of Tony Dollar are not the views of according to Mike and Tony. No, definitely not. <laughs> you ever trip on that? We were talking before the podcast. I, I worry a lot about stuff, but sometimes I do think about how many hours of conversation we have out there and how many stupid things I've probably said yeah. at some point. And you're like, you can't get it back. No. It's, it's forever <laughs> out there. But I, I think, like we were talking about, and you know, we've been tweeting and stuff, that conversation, like long-form conversation where people can just sit down and hash things out without like a real time limit is like really advantageous. You know, I think it's a good way to go. It's a good way to converse. But at the same time, it also means you have to like, understand that people aren't robots we're not perfect yeah. people change their minds on sometimes people say shit and then they learn something and go oh that stuff i said was really inaccurate so i gotta change it and so that's the other thing too is that you were describing a politician tony dollar a politician <laughs> oh like i'm running for office no i said you were describing a politician an evolution of a politician yeah no that's totally <laughs> true right those guys get everything dug up and i think that's something we've got to leave behind too like our politicians we can't hold them to the fire quite the way we do, I don't think. Because people are all human, right? Yeah. Well, like, the thing is, too, like, anybody that runs for office from now into the future is going to be screwed, you know, and stuff that happened in the past and everything like that because of the media and the existence of technology and how we could document everything. Yeah, and right. Everything's out of our resources, you know. Come on. Think about this, like, way back in the day when it was, like, you know, 1900s, 1800s, you know, running for presidential and stuff and like that. He's like, you could say well, he said this. Yeah. No, I didn't. No, he didn't. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, maybe they wrote it down wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> At the most. Or yeah. nobody wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> or people just guess. But now, it. yeah, it's like, oh, you didn't say that? No, no, no. We got this... Uh, YouTube clip here that said, uh, you said that. So what do you think is going to happen with that? Do you think people eventually, people will be forced to just be better human beings? Because no. like, no, we'll find a workaround. <laughs> yeah. Let's find a way they'll to be a, a douche. They'll start uh, employing these students here at Ramcad and Photoshopping <laughs> YouTube videos to make it sound like it wasn't happening. And that's the other thing with the internet is that it's not, it, that's the weird part is that it's not just truth at this point anyway. Maybe that'll get cleaned up later. But at this point, it's not just truth that goes down forever. It's someday, like if somebody just decides that they don't like you and they're going to you know, start shaming you publicly and yeah. making up lies about you, if they do it enough with enough power behind it, enough people get into it, involved in it, and it becomes this thing you know, culturally where people become aware, it kind of never goes away. You, know? like you could have something that's completely untrue, but forever your name's a little bit tainted because yeah. you can Google it. You Google that actor or whatever, you're always going to find that stupid thing he did or that, that he actually didn't do, you know, that somebody made it up. Like Richard Gere, for example. Oh, we all geez, know Richard yep. Gere, right? Like, it could be true, I suppose, but I think it's probably more likely than not. And for anybody that has too young to know what I'm talking about, there was an incident where 
I mean, I don't even think it was an incident. Do you even know how that shit got started, by the, the way? gerbil thing? Yeah, he was supposedly <laughs> putting a gerbil up his rear end for satisfaction or something like that. But it was like one of those things where it just caught on. And to this day, dude, it's like decades later when you talk about Richard Gere, it still sort of Everyone pops still in your says mind. The same thing, yeah. Yeah. See, that's the, that's the part we need to get a handle on. Yeah. I think I'm okay if everything becomes transparent. I mean, not that I'm okay. I think it's kind of, you don't have a choice, but maybe in the future it'll be so transparent that people won't be able to make up lies about other people either. I guess that's part of the time we're in. We're in that transition <laughs> period where you can still make shit up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a Wikipedia page full of lies and just have it all back up. <laughs> can you actually just create a Wikipedia page? No, nah, I think, it, well, I, don't I don't know, know how that works. I don't know. I know you can't have a Wikipedia page for yourself and like, Something like media wise, like happened and you were made famous by some reason or another in the media. So Tony Dollar can't have a Tony Dollar can't have a um, Wikipedia page. Wikipedia page until you do Yet. something on yeah, <laughs> you do something online. Well, maybe I should just go do something crazy. <laughs> so, you know what? I think a lot of people do that. There's people like me out there. You know, yeah. they're struggling musicians and they're out there trying to get their name out, or comedians, or actors, or whatever. They're trying to get that, you know, to that higher level. Uh -huh. And you do realize what you just said, which is exactly right. Like, if you do some crazy, stupid shit and it goes viral, you're gonna get famous. And what's the? They say no such thing as bad press, right? It's all, it's all good press. So. Yeah, it's still being covered. Yeah, that's the thing. It's interesting. The world's changing so fast, and there's so much madness happening. It's hard to imagine like what the bigger picture is going to look like, and if this stuff will get cleaned up. Or I saw some weird article. Was it yesterday? It was estimating that by I think it was 2025, which is not that far away, dude. That's like nine years away. Uh -huh. They were saying that the primary energy source in the world was going to be solar power by then. That was a fun fact. Oh, so every time I do this, <laughs> every time. So it wasn't even the other day, it was today. It was today. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> see, there we go. You keep transparency. <laughs> you make me feel so smart with those fun facts. People should sign up for that shit. I know it's not fun fact time, but you should definitely email us at Mike at Tony Show at gmail.com and uh, ask to sign up, get signed up for that because I feel smarter after I read them. I feel so smarter, so much smarter that I, I think I read articles that I didn't read. You did, you did. It was just that intriguing that you were like, damn, I read that whole thing. Yeah, I read, <laughs> I read all nine words <laughs> in that fun fact. Maybe that's what Mark the Couch Guy does. I don't think he reads anything about headlines. If he does read those, maybe he just looks at the picture. I'm not sure. Uh, I still I did, laugh. I did see that post that you put up about the beer <laughs> yeah. colliding, the beer truck and the see potato chip truck colliding. Yeah, it was madness on the freeway. Just <laughs> chips and beer everywhere. So I tagged uh, Mark in that one. Just wanted to let him know that we were thinking about him and that our condolences went out to him <laughs> for all those lost chips and beer. Uh, I haven't seen him in a while. I don't think I've seen him since that last podcast he was on. Uh, but Myra saw him the other day, and she said he is enormous. Yeah. Enormous. He's like supposed buff, to like come buff. by and grab a crib out of my basement. So. Oh, is that right? He still hasn't done it yet. He still hasn't done it. <laughs> He's going to be needing even it pretty guy, soon, Even his too. girl was like, messaged me and said, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Mark needs to come by and get this. What's your number? And I was like, I gave Mark my number. <laughs> oh my god that's funny i know he's super busy though he's back in school working full-time and i'm defending at him now gym. yeah at the obviously gym i think he's working probably at the gym nine hours a day or something <laughs> based on myra's description of him he seems like he's gotten gotten super super huge. he's grown his hair out too 
You, you think you knew that? He had the yeah, weird the, man bun. The, she said it's getting a little more tolerable at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he had that straight up in the air ponytail. Well, it's always weird when you're like growing something out. There's yeah. always those awkward phases. Like Definitely. when I had the beard and it was like when I, the first stages of the beard where it was just like, it's there. You're like, do you have just, yeah, you look like, nah. Yeah, you need to maybe go shave. Yeah. What's going on there? Strike yeah. the hairs here and there. and Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same with growing the hair out, man. It yeah. was like constantly, it's like, just look like you really need a haircut. <laughs> like, it looks like you've gone way too long. Uh, I remember when I was a kid telling my mom I was going to grow out the yard, like people grow out their hair. Yeah. That was my way of getting out of mowing the lawn. <laughs> it didn't work. You're going to have it the, uh, what, the redneck style? And it was that, what, the Jeff Foxworthy joke? You might be a redneck if you mow your lawn and you five five additional vehicles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that didn't happen at Fresno, though. There was some redneck territory around there, for sure. But there wasn't enough rainfall to that happened the to grass me grow. When you're here, where it was like raining constantly for like a week. And I was like, I oh, can't right. cut the lawn. I can't cut the lawn. And it was like just feeding my lawn. And my lawn was just getting like growing, like, <laughs> just like growing, yeah. growing, growing. Yep. And I'm like, dude, I have to crank up the the height on the, the lawnmower because I don't want to. Yeah. Speaking of the crazy weather, actually, that happened to me when I was putting at our at the old house we were at, Myra's old house. Uh-huh. Uh, I laid new sod in that backyard and like put all that down, started watering it. And you don't want to mow it for a while because you don't want to run anything over it. You let it get really, really rooted. And so everyone was kind of starting to speak up. You're like, hey, maybe you should cut it. But I, you know, being an ex landscaper, I was like, no, yeah. no, no, it's really good. Just let it get super long. It'll be a pain to mow, but it'll be worth it because it'll be super solid. And then the week I was, I waited to the last minute, like, you can't wait any longer. It's about to lay down, you know? And then, giant snowstorm just <laughs> crushed it all down it was a nightmare i had to like rake it all up afterward and yeah it's that crazy weather again <laughs> man messing with everything my goodness so you got some uh things going on with more shows coming up you said you're gonna do more gigs dude yeah yeah i got some more gigs coming up uh, i probably should have written those down uh 20 mile tap house in park these are way out though yeah may and and was it July or September, I think? But they're good one? spots for the when the weather gets nice. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> Any listeners we have that are in Colorado, um, you may not know about Lafayette, Colorado, but it is a cool little spot um, sort of northwest of the Denver metro area, uh, kind of sort of toward Boulder, kind of. But it's a cool place out there. It's really happening for entertainment, man. And there's this place called Miller's Bar and Grill, um, which I am shamelessly plugging because I love them. Their barbecue is delicious. They got great brisket. And uh, for the next, I think it's three months, I'll be there every single Saturday playing from 8 p.m. to uh, 10.30. They close at 10, but if there are people there, they'll leave it open until 10.30 and people kind of hang out. And It's only a matter of time before I'm out on the deck, too, once it starts getting a little bit warmer. But uh, it's in Lafayette. It's Miller's Grill on uh, Pub- North Public Road. Uh, check it out. You can always check it out on my website at tonydollarmusic.com. Just click shows. And all that stuff's listed there. Yeah, I get excited this time of year because summer's coming and the weather gets warm and I get to do lots of patio gigs and, and yeah. get out on the deck and the music stuff starts happening a lot more. And then it snows and then it brings you back to reality that you have to work on your movie, Tony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that should be coming to a close pretty soon, hopefully. I've been saying that for, feels like forever, but... Again, I had no idea what I was getting into uh, with film, but hopefully there's more of that uh, coming down the road. It's been a lot of fun. It'd be nice if I could set it up where I just always work on the movies in the winter and then get out and play. Right, like a landscaper? Yeah, you're right, right. <laughs> need the downtime in the winter. Look at that. You're just transitioning careers. You're just switching out rakes with guitars and <laughs> yeah. shovels with computers. And- yeah. 
And what, right, yeah, because that's exactly what landscapers do. Would they, when that, the landscaping company I worked for didn't catch on to that the first couple of years, though. They didn't do snow removal no, or anything the, like that? No, in the winter it was just like odd jobs and like, you know, the higher up people would get any job that came up. We'd yeah. get to go out and do it. Huh. And then, yeah, and then after a while they caught on and so he made some, the owner made some purchases and got all that stuff. But not that anybody gives a shit about a landscaping <laughs> company I worked for like <laughs> 10 years ago or whatever it was. But, it's definitely hard work, dude, because like, mm. if you don't have a shovel and shit like that, and you're out there like- Oh, snow shoveling? I mean, if you don't have a snow blower like I do. Oh, I know, shoveling it's brutal. Show. <laughs> it is brutal. I was looking at, I think it was Fitness Pal, where it was saying it was like the same amount, of, you burn the same amount of calories as you do doing CrossFit. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And you feel like it, too. <laughs> yeah, after you're done. You finish, you're like, Ugh. And I'm always, at the beginning, I'm always, like, inspired. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm going to make this into a workout, too. And I just start digging, digging. Yeah. And I'm thinking, and when I first start, I'm like, man, you know what? I'll do my neighbors. I'll do this neighbor. I'll just help everybody out. Yeah. I'm going to get some good exercise. By the time you get finished, you're like, By screw the them neighbors. Driveway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could do it themselves. <laughs> but now I have the snowblower, and I can go and just, like, oh, I clear out, so I clear cool. out the people beside me. To the left and the people beside me to the right. What so a nice the front, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you're in a cul-de-sac, too. That's yeah. That's kind of nice. I'm sure they appreciate that. So, yeah, I do that. But, no, it's a workout. Dude, speaking of working out, last Sunday, played basketball again for the first time in I don't know how long. I feel like I saw somewhere some blip. It might have been Facebook or something. You, like, crushed some 12-year-old or something. I wrecked I want to hear the story. Dude, I wrecked what? him, Tony. <laughs> this poor kid, I wrecked him. Okay, we're just playing games, you know, we're just playing, you know, full court basketball and everything. And, um, you know, back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, I've, I've lost a step, but I'm, not, I'm still fast. I'm still fucking fast. I can cut through and everything like that, despite how big I am and everything. So I got my J. Um, but, uh, dude, I was feeling it running down the courts like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. like oh my god dude. and we were running full court like the whole length oh. of the court not just like the tiny dude, what my son we play one-on-one and he insists on playing full yeah. court i'm like this is silly <laughs> it's one-on-one full court <laughs> dude i'm like almost 40 i'm not doing that so dude. but no so anyways we're playing they're playing and playing and these you know we're playing mixed between kids teenagers and adults right and um this kid he was just popping threes popping threes like crazy Making him, he's a good shooter, right? And so um came to a point where it was like fast break. And I was the only one, so I'm backpedaling, backpedaling to keep it up with them. There's one to my right, one to my left. And the kid on the left, he's running down the court. And I'm like, oh, this is the kid that shoots the threes. And so I backpedal all the way to the back of the hoop, right? Well, not to the back of the hoop, to the um, underneath the hoop. And I see him starting to slow down. And so I run over them and he pulls up, dude. He's ready to shoot the shot. And I just jump. <laughs> like from the key and just and uh, my my boss Michael Dye, he was there playing basketball. He goes, dude. He goes, you just jumped up in the air. He goes, I saw the perfect angle. You jumped in there and it was like volleyball. He goes, you spiked it. It hit the wall. He was like, and then after that, dude, the kid was like in fear of his life. He like ducked. And never, so, like, never play basketball again. Yeah, and so I like landed on top of him. Oh no! All two hundred and fifty pounds of me oh. landed on top of this it poor, like, like, kid? like, fifty pound kid. Oh, yeah, like, dude, skinny kid, like skinny. Tall? Was he tall? No, he's <laughs> just a little kid. <laughs> so you just I felt like the ESPN kid. commercial. No easy buckets. Oh, and I just swatted him. Landed on top uh, of him. He was fine. I helped him up and everything like that. Oh my god! And um, walking away, and he's like, he's like walking away. He goes. 
Man, he swatted the shit out of me. <laughs> That's what the kid said. <laughs> Shaking he his head. The shit out of me. Man. I was like, oh. so yeah, poor kid. He didn't. He didn't do that anymore. Damn, dude. That reminds me back in the day. My my blood dad, uh, Big Tony. Uh, I must. I don't even remember how old I was. I was in elementary school for sure. And him and his buddies would we'd play basketball. And sometimes I'd have like a friend over or something, so he'd be there too. But most of the time it would just be me playing with some adults. And dude, they did not give a shit. <laughs> and again, this is Fresno, like I was saying, you know, a little redneckish. So on one side of our driveway was grass, and the other side was just like this big dirt area and i dude i ate dirt so many times like my dad would literally just like <laughs> shove me into the ground he'd be going up for a layup and i'd be struggling to stop his you know six two ass and yeah he just bloop, just put me down <laughs> in the dirt and i'd get back up and it's like this that's not how we play at school dad <laughs> like, yeah man. dude I, like i said that's just a kid i wrecked him tony i i wrecked him well maybe you were offsetting some of the weird shit in the world. Did you happen to see? I actually you did. I messaged you about it. I, that's right. Cat Williams. Yeah. He was ass beat. Dude. I, and I know everyone's boy. pretty much the headline is just, wow, you know, cats really, really lost it. And he has, I mean, that's crazy. He did threw you see, the first punch. He threw the first punch. Did you see the way he looks like his hair? Like what's going on with his hair? It's like a little cracked out. Yeah, like, it did. It looks literally mm. cracked out, dude. Well, remember, cause he was saying, uh, this all started years ago, but do you remember his, there's like that video of him saying, he's like all conspiracy theoried out. He was the, saying they're, they, the they're after him. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, like that like, Hollywood is unless you like back down and say what they do, they can ruin your career and all that stuff. And it seemed and, like there could have been truth. I mean, I'm not. Well, a I think Dave Chappelle started that too. Remember, he was saying that when he was split out to yeah. Africa and all that. Yeah, dude. And, and I don't, I don't really know, but I do know that it was true and it was legitimate. At least it was printed everywhere that he was arrested. Like. I don't know. I think it was like nine times in one year. Going off in fans, dude. Yeah. Well, no, this was before that. This was, he was arrested nine times. Like in, a, actually it was, was it nine times in like nine months or nine times in a year or something like that. And not a single charge. Like he just kept getting arrested and had stuff, but nobody was charging him. So there's a possibility that he just got off or there was weird circumstances or it's true. So what he was saying, they were really, him. really messing with them, you know? So I don't know. I just I feel bad for him because like like I said, the headline is oh, cats lost it, but mine is like that's like my worst nightmare, dude. That's remember, we were talking about yeah. wanting to do jujitsu and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. dude, that twelve year old straight up choked him out, and thank dude, God they stopped him. And dude, this kid like it was like you he. he practiced like jujitsu because did you see him like full guard he <laughs> wrapped know. his legs around him and took everything the back took the back full guards and he joke. locked him in yeah oh it was <laughs> like, terrible it was like, i was watching i was like the, the whole time i was like <sighs> at the same time i was thinking like man cat's fucking crazy but at the same time i was in awe i was like this kid is in full guard look at him yeah. go and did he take a punch too too because yeah. <laughs> cat laid into him with just that Sucker, the sucker man. punch, dude. Yeah, and I've I think I've told you maybe not on the podcast, but that is one of my biggest pet peeves in life. Is like if you're gonna if you're gonna fight and you agree to fight, be a man, get out there and square up and do it. You know, yep. and I don't got a problem. People take down like some people don't like that. No, no, stand it up and box. There's many ways to fight, so I don't have a problem with that. But but I definitely have a problem with people who just out of nowhere just clock somebody because it's just such a cheap shot, and then yeah. they never have a chance. Not to mention all the brain damage that happens to somebody when they just get because a lot of times when dudes get cold cocked, they hit their head on the ground too. Yeah. You have no, you just go out instantly and you hit the ground. It's like, it's crazy. But that, that whole thing was, was, uh, super sad, man. It was it, like, like I said, it was, it's a really good thing they stopped it. Can you imagine how much worse it would have been if they didn't stop it and the kid just choked him to unconsciousness? Holly homed him. Yeah, just straight up. <laughs> <He's> just, <laughs> <laughs> just asleep. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, it's, again, they were like they said he went. He just went without security. Just like without his security people yeah. and everything like that. So many questions up, yeah. from that video, bro. Like, like I think first he was of all, out, why is he on a schoolyard? Like, what was that a schoolyard? I don't even know. There was nothing but kids. Yeah, around I said him. it was like an inner city school that he showed up. Did you to. see any adults? No, dude. I saw no adults. <laughs> He's just out there with kids. Like, wh- okay, first of all, what are you doing? And yeah. based on the way you look and you're standing in school, it looks like you're selling crack to kids, to be yeah. honest with you. I don't know what <laughs> happened to your career or what's going on. <laughs> Makes me wonder if it's going to be... Or you're sh- just trying to find who's holding. Hit <laughs> 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 <at> rock bottom. <laughs> no pun intended, rock bottom. <laughs> yeah, poor Cat Williams. He was a genius, man. I, I, I hope maybe he still is. Maybe he can still come back. I lo- I've always loved his comedy. Are you, are you a fan of his yeah. comedy stuff? Yeah. yeah, I always joked around with Bruce Leroy was to put on that long, like, straightened-out wig. He looks just <laughs> like Cat Williams. Does he really? <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. He's probably a bit more ripped than Cat Williams, though. Yeah. I think I think Bruce Lee Ray would have fared a little better against the 12-year-old. I always joked around that Bruce Lee Ray that he looked like Cat Williams and George Jefferson. Oh, man, that's so accurate. <laughs> oh, yeah, people can see him, huh, on some of those episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Poor Cat. I guess it's uh maybe it'll be good material down the road or maybe he's, maybe he's done, son. Maybe he's just done. And uh, Remember that one time I got choked out? And everyone starts laughing. How do you turn that's that? Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. That is the joke, right? He doesn't have to do anything to that yeah. one. That road itself. Well, it was like who who's turned to flip like that? Like Martin Lawrence did that one time. When he was, he was out in the streets and shit. Yeah, right? he was like, you know, he's like they said I had a gun. I was waving around and they yeah, I had a gun, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I think that that's how it becomes material is you've got to own it. Yeah. But and you got to come to terms with it, and that's the part that will that happen? I mean, to come to terms with that situation with the kid and getting checked out, you got to come to terms with your whole life. Like, <laughs> yes. How did you get to a point where you're in a yard with kids getting choked out by a twelve year old because you punched him, sucker punched him? Like, and that's the other thing too. I would I. I guess it's just a stupid pride thing. I should probably let go, but I would like to think that I would never would. But if I ever had to just like sucker punch the shit out of a 12 year old, I sure hope he would go unconscious. Like I would hope I could hit hard enough to knock a 12 year old out. You know, that sounds terrible. Again, you're not, mouth, yeah. <laughs> again, conversations that you could never take back. Yeah. We can never take back. Somebody's going to take just that blip. Like, I mean, if I was going to hit a 12 year old kid, I'd make sure you got knocked out. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's just, I, I saw so much of my own phobias in that, just like some little kid. Just. Well, then at the same time, though, Tony, this you're not the same size as a child. Right. So. True. Yeah. Yeah. The 12 year old was bigger than him. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> for a, sure. That's the other side of that. That's, I guess. that's a, and if that's an issue, if you're picking on a 12 year old that's bigger than you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> you have any thoughts on it? Do you think he really uh, has just lost his mind uh, Honestly, because yeah. of fame and how quickly he rose to fame? Or do you think maybe. I don't know. Has, I just think he just. Plain lost his mind. He's like, Think anybody's that, messing with him that, though? The video, that video, dude, is just, it's not, his hair is ridiculous, dude. Like, he just woke up. Like, his eyes from look kind of bugged yeah, out. Yeah, like, like he just woke up from like a 48 hour bender. Like, <laughs> in like, the in the schoolyard. Yeah. <laughs> he woke up there. And somebody woke him up, and that's why he was angry. <laughs> <laughs> How did he get there? Well, that's where he woke up, man. It's, it's a long couple of days before that. We just thought he was a child outside. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, today's Good Friday, man. In the in the Christian world, this is the day that uh, Jesus was uh, killed, right? 
And uh, why are they called a Good Friday? It was correct. Uh, Jesus, I don't know. the day Jesus was killed. Good great, Friday. Great Friday. <laughs> no, I have no idea, man. I really don't. Uh, but uh, I did not have a Good Friday so far. I was telling you about that. Like, yeah. A couple of things happened today. I, <laughs> I was supposed to. I'm going on a field trip with Jaden to Estes Park in a few months. And uh, I had to go like do this thing where I have to get fingerprints and background check and all this stuff. And just it was, to go on a field trip. Yeah, That's nuts. Right, because we're staying overnight a few nights, and like I'm going to be supervising like a bunch of kids because I guess they're short on dudes, and the girls and the guys have to be separated. So I'm going to have a gang of kids when I do that. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it and everything. But I I kind of spaced out that I had to do that by this Friday. Yeah. And I remembered earlier in the week and was like, oh yeah, I better write it down. Didn't write it down, but remembered it was still in my head for yeah. those two snow days. But I had the kids. I, I barely got to the King Supers like a block from my house. <laughs> So I didn't take care of it, and then I had a whole bunch of stuff I had to get done today, and then after I dropped the kids off this morning, I got a text from Jaden's teacher, and she's like, oh, did you get that thing done, by the way? It's got to be done today. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> so I like had to bolt across town. I So I drove across town. I get to the place, and they don't open till 10, and this is like at 8.45 okay. or 9 o'clock or something. <laughs> like. I'm like, crap. So then I drive all the way home. Then I go back, and then they do the whole fingerprint thing. It's really intense, by the way. They do every single finger. Then they do your four fingers together. Then they do your thumb. And it's like, I, I, I don't know what they're... I, I'm nervous. If I ever do anything, they definitely going to track me down. They got fingerprints. They got, they got my ass print probably over there, too, when <laughs> I wasn't ass. looking. But so, so I went through that whole thing. That was stressful. Put me way behind schedule on everything. Uh, one of the things on the list today was the gym. Got in, got my workout, was about to go running. And I told you, I was standing on the sidewalk, just getting ready, just finished stretching, just getting ready to take off jogging. And then this car, it was like a Subaru, just whizzes <laughs> by and soaked me like Niagara Falls, dude. Like it was because all the snow melt, you know? And there's nothing worse than like, first of all, I mean, it soaked me. I was wearing the Rimcad, <laughs> this thick Rimcad beanie was just soaked. I had to take it off and put it in my pocket. Um, luckily, I was wearing a rainproof jacket, but I looked down, and the water that was, like, running off my body was gray. It's probably all that sodium Ugh. chloride, dude. Ice melts all over probably. you. And... Does that cause cancer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Something else for me. Color discoloration. <laughs> yeah. Pigment and, change. And of all... Of all, of all, who, all <laughs> who has allergies and weather like this? But I was dying this morning. White people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> white people uh, probably man i'll own it i'll own it yeah my eye was just running so i was thinking back a few episodes ago when you were wrecked that one day you had the blown blood vessel in your eye <laughs> you were sick and stuff i was like thinking i'm like oh, this is my equivalent of that day it's like everything's going down yeah. so happy good friday mike well so my good friday was not so good either because the diner that i like to go to was closed for good friday oh yeah. Wow. You know what was really funny was the gym was packed, and uh -huh. I was telling Myra that, and she said it was because some places are closed on Good Friday. I had no idea anybody ever closed for Good Friday. I've never worked Neither at the job me. that got me that Me and Bruce Leroy, we wanted to go get some lunch, and all day we were thinking about this place over here off Colfax called Hit the Spot Diner. Oh. And um, we are thinking about it. We're like, dude, let's go. Let's hit up Hit the Spot Diner. We need some lunch and everything like that. So we keep going. We're driving over there, and there's a big old close sign on it. And I was like, uh, what's happening here? We're wow. like thinking, we're like, what happened, dude? I'm like, no, man. This guy we work with, Aaron, is like, Aaron came here yesterday. And I was like, I know this place shut down. And so we just came to, the, I was like, oh, shit, dude. Today's Good Friday. Yeah. It was closed out on Good Friday. So we had to resort to a different diner 
which is not the same as Hit the Spot Diner. It's weird to me. I didn't even know any businesses closed, let alone a restaurant. Restaurants are one of those places that right? they're like, aside from Chick-fil-A, I'm sure, were they I wonder if Chick-fil-A was closed today. I don't know. They might have been. Maybe. Well, they closed Sundays or whatever, but yeah, I had no idea that anybody closed on a Friday. I definitely wouldn't have thought like a popular diner would just shut down. Maybe like religious owners or something like that could be the deal, I suppose. But yeah, I, I, so I, and it's funny how I was thinking about Easter. It's weird how it's changed, right? Like, like we were talking about. I mean, this is the day that Jesus died. I think Sunday is the day probably when he rose and came out of the tomb or whatever, all that stuff. And so it's like, okay, let's celebrate. Let's oh, get some Chick-fil-A's eggs. Open today. Ch- even Chick Fil A was open today. Yeah. What is their excuse? It says the other ex- Chick Fil A are open on these holidays, and it says Good Friday. Do you have any idea where I was going with that? Do you have any idea how, where did the eggs come from? Decorating eggs and bunnies. I don't know. I don't get it at all. I have no idea. Maybe we can figure that out. Probably another pagan, pagan thing. Just like Christmas. <laughs> What's the deal with the Christmas one? The pagan Christmas thing? Well, it's the the tree and all that stuff. and Yeah, like right. There's remnants. The it's like they all got yeah. blended together. Yeah. <laughs> I saw some documentary one time where, actually, I say documentary, but I think it was one of those Ancient Aliens episodes. Uh-huh. I used to, Those were pretty cool, but probably not accurate at all. Just entertainment. But I remember seeing one where they were talking about that, like the pagan stuff, and then there was like also an Egyptian thing that got mixed into Christmas, where it was also happened to be the the birthday of some Egyptian god or something. And it was like, huh. it just makes you wonder when you look back on it, like how much of this was accurate? Like that thing we were talking about, you know, where somebody's like. You said that. No, I didn't. Uh, like, prove it. Oh, can't. Same thing with that. It's like, where did all this come from? It feels like at some point people just blurred all this shit together and just created. Because same thing with Christmas, right? Yeah. Well, it's the birth of Jesus. So get a tree and give everyone gifts and yeah. have stockings. Jesus' birthday was in like June or July or something like that. Was it really? Yeah. I don't yeah. even know that. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So according to wow. some sources, the Easter Bunny first arrived in America in the 1700s, with so it's, I mean, pretty recent, dude. Is that really, I mean, <laughs> is that like yeah. a fact? Yeah, the Easter Bunny arrived in the United yeah. States, yeah. and with German immigrants who settled in Pennsylvania and transported their traditional their tradition of egg laying of an egg laying hare called the the Osterhaus or the Osherhaus, hmm. and their children made nests in which. This creature could lay its colored eggs. But like somebody just invented it? That's so weird. No idea where the rabbit came from. Or I guess it's got to be a bunny. (laughs) The Easter rabbit. That just doesn't sound right. The Easter rabbi, maybe. Oh, making connections. (laughs) Absolutely unnecessary connections that make no sense. Yeah, it's really weird when you think about the state of things. We always talk about that, you know, how things get to where they are, there's like so many variables in history that they contribute. Easter's religious holidays with some of its customs such as Easter eggs are not, are likely linked to pagan traditions. No. Are you making that up? <laughs> I Is, told you, dude. Where are you reading that at? <laughs> History.com. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. You were dude, right. I, it was like pagans. And so it says, um, it sounds like a fun so fact she, next week, buddy. Pagan festivals celebrating spring. From a Christian perspective, Easter eggs are said to represent Jesus' emergence from the tomb and resurrection. The eggs? Yeah, because he was born, whatever. 
Well, I was asking my mom about it. She's yeah. a pretty Christian lady, and and I was asking her if she she her thing was like the Holy Trinity thing, hmm. or it's because there's three layers. There's the outer shell, and the, I don't know. She just made that up. Though. She might have just <laughs> made sounded that good. Up. That sounded good, right? Yeah. I was like, hey. One explanation for the custom is that the eggs are formal were a formerly a forbidden food during the Lenten season, so people huh. would paint and decorate them to mark the end of a period of penance and fasting and then eat them for Easter as a celebration. Wow. Anytime I start looking stuff up and going down rabbit holes on the internet, I just realize how little I know about anything. (laughs) Don't you ever feel like that? You're like, there's so much in the world and there's so many things we don't even question. And you start to dig anything. You pick anything. Like, oh, let's see, pens. It's like there's this deep history and somebody, people know shit, you know, and people know all about it. I'm that person that wants to know about everything too. Yeah, that's cool. So Tira always gets pissed off when I'm at home and I'm watching uh, the Science Channel (laughs) and I'm watching How It's Made. Oh, that's a great show. Right? Great. I don't watch a lot of TV, but I have seen that a few times. That is Me too. I don't watch TV that often. When I watch TV, I always watch How It's Made is on. I always watch it. And she's like, why do you want to know how sandpaper is made? I'm like, because it's fucking amazing. Right. I was like, just- The simplest things are amazing. The simplest things, like, you just just think for granted, you're like, oh, that's fucking sand glued to paper. No. No. It's much more complicated than that. Mm-hmm. That's why I always think about that Joe Rogan thing he said a long time ago. I've brought it up before that that idea of like, if you just wiped out everything and just had like a small population of people, but they had nothing to start with again. They're just out there naked in the forest. Yeah. How long before, you know, you have cars and TVs? And again, like, yeah. Like you realize how much has gone into everything. Yeah. And so it's not only stuff like that where you go, oh man, you know, how did we get from, you know, shooting arrows to speeding down a freeway in a ferrari yeah but at the same time then you there's also all the weird shit like oh christmas yay and no one questions it you're like hey it's christmas time let's buy some gifts and put stockings by the fire and what are we celebrating yeah. oh jesus birth <laughs> like really with but somebody said he was born in june i, I don't know i don't know would you pagan. get me it's a pagan tradition yeah, i got you this <laughs> like it's so weird not only does so much happens you know has happened in all the history that's existed but it's just so much weirdness too and it's some of it's just indecipherable anymore you know like i have no idea why we do all this it's it's all following somebody uh, well he's he was doing it so yeah he started doing <laughs> right it right and, uh well, that's what we talked about with the problem being like fixing all our problems and you know, all our all the exhaust we kick into the air and everything's based on gas, like all these issues about the way we do things. And you know, I'm the kind of person who wants to just sort of wipe it out and start over. Good thing I'm not God, huh? Yeah, <laughs> just send a big flood, just wipe everything out and, and start over. But the truth is, is that you just can't because it is that momentum of our father's concept is like a real thing, yeah, where you can't just start over. Because how do you even do that? So see again, I looked up another thing about Jesus' birthday, and again, it's Christmas is a pagan holiday because it's uh, uh, re- pagan religious celebrations as the birthday of the sun, the actual sun, the actual like yeah. wow, yeah. S U N. But they were saying like this site says that there's biblical evidence to show that um, in North Africa that Jesus' birthday was March twenty eighth. <laughs> well, how weird is that? What is today? Twenty six or something? Today, uh, today is twenty fifth. Yeah. So, whoa! So March twenty eighth is actually. But they Easter. also say too, and then this other one says, but on the contrary, there's other things that say historical calculations say that it was like June thirteenth to the nineteenth. 
as well. If you know anything about the history of this, please send us an email, (laughs) Mike and Tony Show. If you are that old. At Gmail. (laughs) Your mom is so old. She was there for (laughs) Jesus' birthday. Have her contact us. (laughs) Have have your mama contact us. Yeah, again, give us a call, too. It's 720-772-WHISKEY. That's 720-772-9759. If you want to add anything to this, we uh, will surely... uh, bring it into conversation and if you fucking cuss us out i'm gonna put it on the podcast and show everyone you're a turd (laughs) or just make you internet famous for however many seconds or minutes you can hold on to we we do what we can do for our fans (laughs) yeah i mean we're trying to shout out to the next oh yeah to the milestone the 2000th twitter follower yeah yeah 2000 twitter follower you get shout out on the podcast and an autographed picture boom mike and tony boom yep Naked. No, I just added <laughs> that part. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just mean, that would be a super awkward photo Together. shoot. <laughs> no, we got to do it. We promised. No, no, no. No, we will not be naked, but we'll give you a signed uh, photograph for sure. Yeah. If you want that shit. If, no, you're getting it no you're matter getting what. getting it no matter what. I'm going to direct message we'll you the entire you down time. And hi, make sure hi, that hi, you take possession hi. of it. Yeah. Oh. I used to work in collections. I know how to skip trace. I will find you. <laughs> yeah. It's like Did taken, you used to do that? Like taken. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. The, I know you did collections. I didn't know. What is skip tracing? Exactly? Skip tracing is just finding somebody that uh, or like a, an address or a lead had died. Oh. And so, you know, somebody like applied for like a credit card and they put their address down and they have their also, they have their references. You know how you put down like, you know, Myra, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, Mandy or something like that. You put them down, and so you know you call those people. Like, hey, you have a current number for Tony Dollar or something like this. Skip tracing, like trying to find the next possible lead to this and this. You know. Oh, I got you. So you kind of skip from piece of evidence to piece of yep. evidence. Sounds really yeah incriminating. But it's like breadcrumbs, just yeah. finding somebody from one place to another place. And now with the emergence of the internet, it's, it's easier to find things. And yeah, dude, my brother at his new job, he's been talking about that. He freaks me out. Yeah, like he's become a total creeper. Yeah, <laughs> it's part of his job. I mean, he has to. But yeah. I mean, can... think about it. I mean, people have LinkedIn accounts, Facebook stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You can find somebody. You can message yeah. somebody and stuff like that. And <laughs> yeah, so bizarre. So you can find stuff on people now, which is yeah. really really crazy. And it's funny because you can even go back. Remember the episode with Luke Cisna. Where it was like he was surprised we found anything, but we were able to dig yeah. up, you know, his his successful athletic career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's um, it's literally just when you do the skip tracing, and that's the same with like actually, since I'm in, I'm still in finance, um, with student loans too, student loan debt. Like a servicer will contact a school saying, "Hey, this student actually attended your school. Um, we don't have any good information. What's the latest information you have for this student?" Oh, trying to collect on yep, the loan or yep. whatever. And we correspond yeah. with them that way. And yeah. It's, it's again, it's skip tracing as well. I wonder how many people just got away with crazy shit back in the day. Like that movie with, was it, I think it was Leonardo DiCaprio that played him. We was like, what was that movie called? Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously he was, was a Frank super smart. Abigail. Yeah, yeah. That dude was, the real life dude was a super smart exception maybe, but you probably could get away with so much stuff. Even little things like shoplifting. There was no cameras back yeah. in the day. Dude, like, I just saw like... I know we're skipping ahead, but you're just talking about that. There was a thing that I read, an article of a dude that was wearing a fucking Walmart vest. He had a Walmart vest, and he would go up to a cashier, 
and be like, hey, um, you're you're needed by the manager. You know, you need it by the store manager. He'd like to see you right now. And he would help check out the next person, right? He'd check out the next person. He would, they, he would, and he, he would close his. He was scoping out the lines, right? He was scoping out the lines to see who had a small order. And he would say, hey, the manager needs you. And he's like, I'll take over for now until you get back. You know, he, he really needs you now. And so he'd go over there and he'd like click, you know, scan, 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 small order, open up the register, whoop, 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 whoop. Take everything, wow. see ya, and take off. And he did that to like two different WalMarts. Wow, yeah, that's insanity. And they caught? Did they catch him? No cameras. Or no, anything? The, the ca- yeah. they have cameras of him and everything. Obviously, because he didn't wear a mask because he was. They yeah. have cameras. <laughs> that you can He walks up with a mask. On. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, watch a register <laughs> for you. <laughs> walks up to the person. <laughs> I can't hear you can't with the ski you. mask. Are you on, robbing sir? me right now? <laughs> no, 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 I'm here. No, no, no. I got a cold. I got a cold. Definitely not robbing you. Yeah, but yeah. He scoped out. I mean, I know it's stupid to say how smart it was. It was though. As soon as you, as soon as you started the story, and you're like, there was this dude. He put on a Walmart vest. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. already. This he must have been smart. like a, some. He must knew somebody had that vest or whatever. Used that vest mm-hmm. and had had the stick, had Walmart stickers all over and had like little buttons and everything on it too. And <laughs> flare. And like I said, he checked. He looked at the lines. He was watching lines to see if like the shortest order, so he could right. do that. So short that the person order. doesn't come back and is like, I exactly. went and talked to the manager. He's not even here. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, and he pulled it off a couple of times. Well, th- there was another um, back in the day. I remember a statistic that they say like eighty-five percent of theft in a company happens from within. It's like internal because people know how things work at their job, and they can and they can steal Makes more sense. frequently. Yeah. And so that again, that probably is a case. That person probably knew. Yeah. He knew how exactly. long it would take for that person to go somewhere to go get a manager, and then right. how much time he had to work with, yep. and make made sure. Wow, that's crazy. Pretty smart dude, I guess. Probably. I always think about people like that, though. You know, you're like, you're so smart. Like, there's so many other things you could do that are right? legit, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you get caught, you're going to jail. You know that, right? Yeah. Like, some people like just like the thrill of it. I think too, though. You know, probably just that. living on the edge. Yeah, Robin <laughs> Walmart. Robin Walmart. <laughs> Oh my God, dude! I don't know. What do you say, man? Time to hit up a little bit of those fun, fun facts. So again, if anybody wants to be a part of the fun facts, uh, Dollar Bill just announced it. It's Mike and Tony Show at wrhomeradio.net, or if you want to make it easier, Mike and Tony Show at gmail.com. Um, and again, I'll send you the fifty of the, uh, uh, the craziest things that I read every week, and uh, I read a lot of shit. You obviously do. <laughs> it actually blows my mind that you're able to put this list together. I remember back in, in the day when we started this, you did Fun Facts way before we started the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. But when we started the podcast, I remember suggesting, you know, like, maybe take it down, you know, it's, it's a bit too much or whatever. But there's something phenomenal about it, man. I don't know how you research all this stuff. Like, I thought it could make your life easier, but I think you do it because you enjoy it, right? Yeah, I do. I like, I like expanding knowledge. I like useless knowledge. So, because there's going to be one day or someone's going to be like, when was Jesus born? Uh, June 13th right. through the 19th. Yeah. That's or, actually correct. Yeah, right. All right. You may go. 
Yeah, you say useless, but it's really not. Like, it's useful to understand some of this stuff because that's what I think so amazing about these fun facts is that when you read them, it's like some of them they are just cool, but the vast majority of them, you learn some crazy thing about history, and it's always it always drives me to get onto Google. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> like, what is the story behind this? I got to figure it out. Uh, here's here's my first one because uh, speaking of Walmart. I thought this was just indicative of how shitty they are. In 2000, a meat department at a Walmart in Texas became the first store to unionize. Within two weeks, Walmart eliminated all meat department <laughs> positions and switched to prepackaged meats. Boom. They're like, screw that yeah. shit. We are not even messing around with unions. That's why I don't do Walmart at all, dude. Yeah. I don't do Walmart. Like, it's a good I used move. to, before, like, you know, it's like, hey, stuff is cheap. I get stuff cheap at Walmart, you know, where like they just open up new neighborhood Walmart. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I, no, I'm not gonna go there because yeah. of the way they treat employees and the way Everything. that they use the system, dude, dude. That that company was, if there is a Satan, he started Walmart, <laughs> like because it's top to bottom, everything yeah. from like the the quality of the food that you're getting and like how much shits in it and like yeah. how much the you know the labor and how much they're abusing the people that work for him, like stuff like that. Yep. A union pops up and they're like, nope. Nip, nip that in the bud it's done what do you guys need a union for yeah there's no okay there's no meat well, you know what yeah we don't need it there's, no, yeah. there's no meat department what are you unionizing <laughs> they just i could see them doing that too they just show up the butcher shows up to work and we don't have a meat department yeah what, are you talking about? what? Uh, we did yesterday uh, i don't know i can't comment on that but we don't have one today <laughs> you're done son yeah how about this one you're the germaphobe i think you need to invest and go to lowe's or home depot and uh, get some brass doorknobs. Yeah, doorknobs are made out of, bra- of that are made out of brass are automatically disinfect themselves in about eight hours through the what the only whatever the only only god, god, god dy- dynamic effect. Insert scientific word here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. I don't know what that means. Like that word, like how it works. I don't really care yeah. how it works. <laughs> but if it works, which it does, uh, I think I need to get some. I'm gonna replace all the door handles in my house. Yeah, <laughs> brass door handles. That was my first thought. Was like, oh dang, do we have any? None. She's like, no, not a single brass. Back in the day, it seemed like there were it more. Was like normal, yeah, like yeah, normal stuff, yeah. I wonder if they did that intentionally because of the antibacterial. It was just lucky coincidence. Yeah, I don't probably. know. Uh, this one I actually came across in a book called uh, the the War of Art. I was going to say the Art of War. It's the War of Art, okay. Uh, which is this book that's written for artists, you know, whether you're a musician, painter, whatever, just mm-hmm. how to stay focused and that kind of thing. Uh, but this was in that uh, when Dr. Seuss was struck. Uh, sorry, when Dr. Seuss was stuck writing his books, he would go to a secret closet filled with hundreds of hats and wear them until the words came. And actually, there was a section in the book that was talking about all these different artists that had weird, you know, things that they do when when they were kind of like had writer's block or whatever. But that's pretty funny, though. You can see where the inspiration from right. like, all the hat stuff, cat in the hat and whatnot. That's cool. Yeah. Um, this one here, and actually Joe D, um, the fire investigator we had on a few, um, a couple weeks ago, right? Uh, this one right here, dude, Cameron Todd Willingham, who was charged and executed in 2004 for allegedly setting his house on fire to murder his three children in 1991. It said all the evidence against him was debunked by investigators, fire investigators, five years later. Yeah. Joe D said that they actually, when he's doing his fire certification, that is a case that's actually in school for them. And he like, said that they go over that. Don't do this again. <laughs> well, they said that they didn't even like do actual investigation, this whole thing. So that's why he says there's always like a checklist. You guys have to do this, this. He was saying that, you know, they saw 
um, a burn pattern in the ground and they automatically thought it was an igniter. He just sprayed gasoline right there, little igniter fluid, and just lit that particular patch on fire. And it wow. just came to find out that it was like an accidental, it was like something that through the house that happened. Holy it wasn't crap. even him that did it. So not only did his children get killed, but they also murdered him as well. Sad, so. man. That's sad. And that's one of those cases where it sounds like it was just, you know, they didn't do a good enough job. That's what it exactly was. That's right. What said, but yeah. think about all the ones, too, where science just could have set somebody free back in the day, but yeah. it just wasn't there. Yep. There's Again, that transparency thing. I wonder, it makes you wonder, too, about all the people that are locked up. If in the future that just won't happen. Well, I don't know. There's always corruption, though. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what was it? Looking at one here a second ago. Here's one. In case you were wondering, and I put that in parentheses afterwards, because it's like stuff that you don't think about. So it would take about 737 quantitillion packets of Kool-Aid <laughs> and 91.5 quadrillion metric tons of sugar to turn the ocean into cherry Kool-Aid. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> and now all the sea life is dead. <laughs> but it's awesome. It's awesome. We got all this Kool-Aid. I could totally see some And a bunch of fish to eat. Some like <laughs> billionaire, multi, some trillionaire is just like, yeah, I think I'm going to turn the entire ocean into Kool-Aid. <laughs> I could totally see that actually legitimately happening. That's what's sad. Uh, because of human nature. Uh, speaking of human nature, this dude got karma 20-fold. A man was fined $10,000 for illegally dumping in a national park after authorities matched the timestamp on a McDonald's receipt with CCTV footage of him ordering at the drive-thru. Dude was... For, so many things about that. One, obviously, <laughs> the guy's a douche lord. Just throwing out his McDonald's at the national park. Um, but that's crazy that they tracked him down like that. Right? And then the other crazy part is... <laughs> 10 G's, homie. $10,000. The extra value meal was not an extra value meal. He didn't get any value for that that meal. Anti value (laughs) meal. Yeah, I thought that one was crazy. I always tease Bruce Lee right now because he's a big old Harley Davidson fan now. Because, you know, he's had a couple now. But Harley Davidson motorcycles have a failure rate over twice that of the top three motorcycle manufacturers in the world. Wow. Everybody likes fucking Harley Davidson. I don't know why, dude. I don't know. Yeah, why. you're not a Harley guy. No, I'm not a Harley guy. No, the chopper. It's the thing that's always, everyone always says, they're always breaking down, they're always fixing them, you know, they're always taking them to the shop and et cetera and stuff like that. And it's like, why, dude? Like, yeah, they're like the uh, Starbucks of the motorcycle world. In yeah. my, for someone like me who knows nothing about bikes at all, I just, they just ugh. seem like that. They seem like the big, giant, like, not necessarily the best bikes, but definitely the best uh, reputation or whatever. It's like so Perception. watered down. It drives me crazy. Like people that drive Harley Davidson is like, I have my Harley Davidson skull cap. I have my Harley Davidson jacket <laughs> yeah, with my Harley Davidson shoes. And then when <laughs> yeah, I take yeah. off my Harley Davidson jacket, I have my Harley Davidson shirt. Oh, <laughs> it's insanity. Like, and in my back of my Ford, I have my Harley Davidson sticker. It's almost like a cult kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know but what that I'm that is type of guy. I don't like to be the same. Yeah. I'm not a drone. I'm not a clone. I'm not going to yeah. follow everybody. Yeah. I'm this dude. I'm the same way. I was always the. That's why I, I'm a chopper. That's why my Jeep is way different from everybody's. And yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and the way you dress too. We're, we dress very similar. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm a little worse. I'm a little more dadded out. Sometimes <laughs> I do the socks and sandals and shit. Uh, but yeah, but I I never was into like the whole you know you got the one your hats a certain brand and the sweatshirts the same brand and yeah. the shoes match and everything's color coordinated. And but I definitely have my brother's like that actually. Dude, it was funny actually. You just mentioned the hat. I saw a post on Facebook and it said, "When did this?" turn out to be cooler than this and it was showing like the flat bill hats you know like oh, Jaden right. likes to yes, wear yes, now, yes, you know yep, yep, yep. And, and Bruce Leroy does the same thing too he said wouldn't this become cooler than this mm-hmm. and underneath the hat that had the, the curved bill like I wear like the yeah. super curved bill right, and it like says real hats have curves yes <laughs> I like that because I told you I went back twice I, the first time I really dove in and tried yeah. to start wearing flat bill and I just I looked in the mirror and I'm just like you look ridiculous this is not gonna work <laughs> right. it's not gonna work so and then eventually I kind of sort of compromised back my you know my kids were bothering me about it and so I I have a an Oakley hat that I wear all the time and so I just slightly bent it yeah did that but even that man I just feel more comfortable in that old I got this super old Chicago Bears hat that I've been wearing for years and I mean, it's so curved that I think it's probably changed the shape of my skull in the front. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps the sun out, though. It's much better. It's much more functional, too, to have it. Uh, that's another thing I can't stand. What? Sunglasses with hats. Mm. Oh, it does. It does. It serves a purpose, though. No. Yeah, that's I what do. The sun is the hat. It's is annoying for. though to me wearing them at the same time. Yeah, because I curve mine so much. That exactly. You can't do that. Exactly. But at the same time, you cannot wear a hat with sunglasses. Yeah. yeah. Unless you got the flat bill, right? Because it doesn't work as good, <laughs> I guess. No, I do. It's just dribble protection. I i don't know if there's any legitimacy to this. I was, this was an article I read, <laughs> a.k.a. some fun fact at some point. I think it probably was a fun fact about light eyes. Wasn't that, yeah. did you, was there ever a fun fact on that? Like people who uh, have like blue eyes or lighter color eyes have a lot more uh, struggle with the sun. And because, you, yeah, yeah, they can't process the light because, yeah, yeah, they're more light sensitive. That's my excuse. Yeah. That's why I wear shades with that. <laughs> Well, dude, I was I didn't wear sunglasses for a really long time because of that. Because like the sun didn't bother me, yeah. and then the doctor went to the optometrist, and she's like, "You should probably wear sunglasses." I'm like, "Fuck you, thirty four. <laughs> Fuck you, being thirty four. What the hell? I gotta wear sunglasses now?" Yeah. Well, it's one of those things. I remember my a good friend growing up told me that a long time ago. He was a super smart guy into science and stuff, and I remember him telling me that that he wears shit because people used to give him shit because he'd wear shades on like super cloudy days. And he was like, you don't understand the UV rays are not stopped by clouds. Like, that's the main thing you're protecting your eyes from when you're wearing shades is, is the UV stuff. Um, this one gave me some hope in humanity here. Uh, when a father of three was caught shoplifting $7 worth of food from a Tesco in Malaysia. Uh, I don't even know what Tesco is, by the way. Do we have those out here? It's a gas station, I'm assuming. Hmm. Uh, the owner gave him a job and a cash advance. That's a good dude. Yeah. It's like, man, if this guy's stealing seven dollars worth of food for his family, I'm just gonna give him That's a job. A problem. Give him some money right now, yeah. yeah. How often is that? That's not usually gonna happen. Usually the dude's gonna get the shit beat out of him or something. Yeah. Um, this one was funny, I thought. Um the world's first speeding ticket was given to a man going four times the speed limit, dude. Four times. Wow. Walter Arnold was going eight miles an hour. Wow. In a two mile an hour zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. He was caught by a policeman on a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Charged oh, one just, shilling. Yeah, that's so not worth it. 
Uh, speaking of which, I, that was one part of my Good Friday. I forgot to mention. I got a ticket today. What? <laughs> I did a stereotypical Californian, and I did a California stop. Oh, you rolled. Yeah, I rolled through it, and then as I was rolling through it, I looked to my left, and I <laughs> saw this right co- He was way down there, too. And I was thinking, okay, maybe he'll let me go. And I was late, running late, picking up the kids. I'm like, oh, come on, not now, not now. I looked, sure enough. Pulled me over, got a ticket, yeah. And then I hadn't put my updated insurance in the car. But he so let, no proof of insurance. He, he let me off on no. that one. Thank God. But yeah, so I got like <laughs> disobedience of a traffic sign or something it was like, like that. like a point or just a fine? Two points. Two points. And in fact, if I, if I don't pay it or something like, what's the deal? If you just pay it right off, it's two points. But if you go to court and contest it maybe... And then if you lose, then it's four points. Oh, damn. How many points? What I, the I, was hell? I know, dude. How many points are actually on a driver's license? Like, I don't even know. 12? Oh, okay. I'm yeah. good then. I've never had any other points yeah. taken off, so it should be all right. But yeah, so <laughs> I was probably going the same speed of the dude who got the speeding ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Except I was, that was actually considered stopping for me in 26, yeah. 2016. So, um, 12, let's see here, nine points. Let's see here. 12 points. Nine so, points in 12 months and then 12 points in 24 months. It Maybe it's changed since I was or there. Or 14 but... points for the duration of your license. So when you're, the driver reaches 21, they accumulate 12 points in 12 months or 18 points in 24. What? Hmm. Well, it's really frightening to think that I could potentially get four points for rolling through a stop sign. And when there's like no cars, there was like nobody. It's like a really small intersection. No, that's I remember um points. Um no, it's 12 points. It is 12 points. Hmm. Um because <laughs> it's when I had my Camaro at the time. Uh-oh. I got pulled over by the same cop twice within a month of each other. Um I think I'm the only like I'm the only one of my friends that uh, 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 you know, not speeding or drunk driving or something like that. I lost a matter of um, 10 points in the matter of like six months. Dang. <laughs> because I was just speeding and yeah. I was just speeding, dude, just speeding all the time. And I remember <laughs> the last time that I sped, um, it was uh, Officer Zayas caught me the second time. He caught me speeding. And the judge same a, same officer same officer oh jeez and so that's bad luck. I was sitting there right first person called at the eight o'clock in the morning traffic court first person called okay Mr Pierce so you step on the podium there's all these fucking people behind you you know because it's open court right and it's like Mr Pierce Mr Pierce you're charged with speeding da, 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 da. and he's like you just see him like looking at this packet of paper and he's going shh. Flipping through like it, flipping through, and like and with the pen, he's going. You can see him like counting, counting, click, 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 counting with the pen. He's like, Mister Pierce, you're what we call a habitual traffic offender. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to teach you a lesson. Oh, and I was like, oh, dude. That's he goes, good. the maximum offense in Colorado for just a regular, like you know, traffic violation is a thousand dollars. I was like. Oh my God! Jeez. And he's like, but I'm not going to do that to you, Mr. Pierce. I'm going to set your fine at uh, three hundred and fifty dollars. He goes, but I am also make, making sure that you uh, are required to take a master drive two day course. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and like the people behind me, you can just hear them go. 
oh, this like sign and everything like that. And he's like, and I was like, okay. I was like, he's like, that you are required that you are required to pay for on your own, Mister Pierce. And I was all okay. Um, uh, how much is that, Your Honor? He's like, the course costs six hundred and fifty dollars. I was like, what? you son of a bitch. <laughs> it's like, you son of a bitch, you saved me Made no money. You feel like you were getting a <laughs> you deal. You saved me no money. You, that is $1,000 after everything is done. Uh, that is exactly $1,000. <laughs> it's like, it's so. For him to set it up like that, he's like, it could be 1000 It could be $1,000. Oh, I'm not going to do that to you. But you're gonna have to pay a thousand still. Yeah, like, and you're gonna have to go to the. Yeah, I had to go class. to the stupid class, and I had to get like to the stupid master drive course. Is like fucking get the an eight hour day of just fucking sitting there, like de- like watching, driver's ed, basically. watching videos and look reading books and taking tests, and then the wow. second day is like driving, mm. you know. And at the time, I had my Camaro, and so I did the stupid tests and all that stuff. I bet you a lot of people had cool ass cars in that class, huh? Kind of. All the people uh, are constantly yeah. getting in trouble because you had to provide your own vehicle too. You didn't use their cars, mm-hmm. at the master, even though Master Drive has their own cars. I don't understand. Anyway, yeah, and so it took the, the 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 whole day, the whole classroom day, and then the next day, and it's and it's weekend by the way. It's not a Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday thing. So you're fucking wasting your whole weekend. And so when you're young too, yeah. the weekends are awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so that Sunday when it's time to drive, you know they set up cones and you have to go. Like, all right, there's a transition. Go through the cones, transition road to the other side, go five miles an hour, and then go through the cones and do that twice. Go through the cones, transition road five miles an hour, and then go through the cones again. And then, like, and then we'll set up another set of cones and series of things for you to do different on the course. I was like, all right. So the first thing I did, I was going through the little, you know, the slalom that they had. Going slow through it. Transition road, I go through. And then I go through this columns and slow, going through it and everything like that. Pull up, and the guy is like, uh, you know, you can actually, you can go a little faster than that. It's just transition roads. We have to, you know, you have to do five miles an hour and everything like that. It's like, but you know, you can go, you can go a little faster than that at the pace. And I was like, uh-oh. This guy's, <laughs> he I'm know. here. <laughs> Because of speeding. <laughs> He's an enabler. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? So I, sure enough, dude, I just said, I let go of the spun it out, oh, and, no. and I did it. It was like, <laughs> and I fishtailed it, go to the transition road, and go five miles an hour. And after I got close to that five miles an hour, spun out again, just go, go through. And the guy was like, I was actually pretty fast. And I was like, I'm not here because I'm a bad driver. I'm here because right. I'm a fast driver. That's what I was thinking. I, be, I was like, man, I bet there's a lot of cool cars in that class. Like all the dudes with sweet ass cars that get in trouble all the time. For yeah. Cutting so, loose. But that was, yeah. Did um, it work? Did you drive better after Actually, that? I'm a reformed speeder, you guys. Everybody. <laughs> I, I, I grew up and found out that I like to spend my money on other things, such as my car, not because of my car. Oh. <laughs> See, I'm, I, I, my family teases me. They call me a grandpa driver because I... You know, drive the speed limit and yeah. usually full stop and everything. But <laughs> but as I've gotten older, I guess I've gotten I don't I haven't got a lot of tickets or anything. So maybe that's what's I've gotten lenient lately. Yeah, no, I'm reform speeder, buddy. I have vehicles that don't allow me to <laughs> yeah, right. go fast like that. Hundred and forty in my yeah. Jeep. Yeah, <laughs> speedometer only goes to a hundred uh, on the Jeep. So yeah. we're all right. I mean, still that's still speeding. But I bet you could tell me though how it does at a hundred. No. Oh yeah, no? no! Oh, you really are reformed. Yeah, I haven't done Look it like you. that, but this I can tell you works. how I can tell you how fast the chopper goes. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken the chopper 120. 
Tira, you didn't hear that? Holy crap. Yeah, he's reformed. That's just a story. He's just making <laughs> stuff up now. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. I remember driver's ed was like one of the most boring things ever when I had to go I through it. I never took driver's ed. Really? How'd you get to how, Colorado? I just let you not. No, yeah, you just go take a test. And, what? Yeah, you just go take the test. Really? Yeah. See, we had mandatory. You had to, no. you had, just like what you described, we had to have, but it was longer. It was two weeks. Really? And it was like half of it was class time and half of it was driving experience uh-huh. time. And then you, at the end of it, then you get a little permit thing. And you, not a permit. I don't remember. Actually, yeah, I, I had a permit. Yeah, but. And then like, when I was able to drive. You know. Yeah, I don't, I'm blurring everything together. But I do remember there was definitely a two-week course that you had to do. Yeah. And it was so boring. I was like, staying awake was the hardest thing in the world. That was when they showed you that, I think it had a name, but it was like some crazy video that had like horrible crashes in it. So you had to like <laughs> learn your lesson about how to not oh, drive. Geez. Yeah, and you guys didn't have to do anything like that here? That's California, I guess. <laughs> I learned to drive on a Chevy Love, like a 77 Chevy Love. And... uh my grandma's pickup truck, and yeah. my grandma's the one who's taught me to drive. <laughs> oh, man, I put her through the ringer, dude. I tell you about the time that I slid into the middle of the red light. <laughs> no. Back in the it didn't have anti-lock brakes. Okay. And so I was cruising along, you know. Da, da, da. Good thing I learned on a stick. That was the one good thing about it. Coming up to the, to the stoplight with my little grandma. She's, like, so cute sitting over there. She's so patient, you know, and I'm a horrible <laughs> driver. And I, uh, she was like, uh, red light. And I heard her, but I, it didn't register. And she was like, red light. She said it a couple times. And she was like, red light, Tony. And then like all of a sudden I was like, oh, shit. Slammed <laughs> on the brakes. It's not anti-lock <laughs> brakes. So it just they just lock up yeah. and just uh, come to a complete stop in the middle of the intersection. Yes. <laughs> My grandma, she, I just saw her just tense. She, she did such a good job saying, staying calm. And it's a stick. And I'm new. So, of course, I <laughs> fucking killed it right in the middle. It's it, trying to take yeah. out. <laughs> dead oh no people honking and stuff we've talked about that too call back to that power habit is one of those things isn't it weird how you get so used to it like i don't know if you're like me maybe i'm stressed about everything but driving was stressful as shit when i was first learning you know (laughs) just like trying to not you know for one not kill the car but like drive safely and follow all the rules and Mm -hmm. remember sweating bullets in my driving test and all that kind of stuff no 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 you didn't have to take a test yeah No, remember that's the the carefree in me, and that's the yeah. The yeah we're, we're wired differently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, but it, but it, the funny thing is, is now I don't. Obviously, yeah. I've been driving a long time, but that was that power habit book talks about how once you commit things to habit and you do it enough times, your brain has nothing to do with it anymore. Yeah. Like your conscious brain, like it just goes into autopilot or whatever. Yeah, that's funny. Your stoplight story. There was a time when I was in high school actually, and. Uh, um, me and my friend in high school, uh, Amy Mace, we were driving downtown. We'd gone downtown to do something. Downtown. Yeah, we no, I think we went downtown to go to like to the Colorado History Museum or something like that, right? <laughs> and so we're driving, newly sixteen years old and driving and stuff like that, right? Just the two of us, and we're going downtown. We don't know that was so downtown. exciting too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, by yourself, we're going downtown and everything. And I just remember, I was like, Amy, stop sign. Amy, stoplight. Amy, stoplight. It's it's Same red. Thing. Amy, it's red. <laughs> it's red. Oh, no. She just goes zoom downtown, dude. Mm. Just right through this red line. And she's like, oh, my God. Just lucked out. No <laughs> cop, no other car. <laughs> no cop, no other car, dude. We just went through it. And it's just like we turned down a wrong way. 
at one point in time, I think, like, because it's downtown, you know, there's one-way streets and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. 16-year-old kids. I've done that before. You ever done that? No. You ever drive onto a one-way the wrong way? No, dude. Oh, shit, I've done that. Yeah. (laughs) No, but yeah, just like 16-year-old kids, dude, just driving downtown for the first time, just driving in general for the first time and a whole bunch of things. It was like... That movie Clueless, when they got onto the freeway and freaked out for the first time. <laughs> that was you guys. We were like, oh my God, Amy, it's red. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's really nuts. Yeah, they scared the shit out of us on our DMV. I mean, our driver's ed or whatever it was called. Like, that's that, why, that, that was like a is whole Is that day. why all California drivers are terrible? Because you guys get scared shitless and you're like, yeah. oh God. Apparent, well, I don't know. Apparently it didn't work. Whatever they were trying to do. Fight or flight. I just got, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> No, it was, it was weird because they showed us horrible things in that class, man. Like people losing limbs and de- <laughs> dead people and stuff, like just all bloody on the ground. And like, this could happen to you. That's why it's important to drive safe. You know, that That's was, ridiculous. It was a whole day of that, man. And there was this one specific video I'll never forget. It was like a faces of death kind of video or some shit. <laughs> it's directed by Quentin Tarantino <laughs> and Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, we never thought we could get a driver's head gig, did you, Quentin? When we got one. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Oh, we're coming up on the end. You want to switch gears a little bit? You got yeah. another fun fact? Right no, nah, dude, I don't have that much news, but we can hit up the uh, news. news. So, I'll defer to you. Yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff. Obviously, following the uh, you know the presidential campaign and all that. Well, you <laughs> know what? Actually, before we get into that, because I'm sure we'll be on that for a while. But one thing that I did see that was really crazy was this news article about. Uh, Filipino in the Philippines, they do this crucifixion reenactment. I've seen that what? thing before, dude. Yeah. It's insanity, like, like real, real, like nailing real. people. Like up. these dudes, like they carry crosses for like miles and miles down the road. With the thorn, yeah, with the thorn crowns, they and literally nail them, them to the yes. friggin' cross. Oh my god! They were interviewing this one guy, dude. His name was Ruben. Um, and in his, his particular one that does it, there's four, there was 14 guys that do it, but they picked this one guy, Ruben, and they were like interviewing him and asking him questions and everything. And he was saying it was his 30th year doing it for 30 years. He's gone through like what Jesus supposedly went through where he's like got the crown and he's lugging this giant cross. And in the end, they literally put the nails through your hands. And yeah, the article was talking about how he, he maintained cause he's so used to it, but all these other guys, they're screaming and squealing and stuff. And it's just like, they asked him, you know, you know, what's going through your head? And he was like, I, I just think that Jesus went through so much more. <laughs> like that is dedication, dude. Dedication. It's really crazy to me how they get into it. Myra was talking to me about it. Uh, uh, this was in past years. I remember not even thinking it was a real thing. Like uh, hard to believe because they do all kinds of stuff where they'll like just they basically torture themselves. They all like put themselves through yeah. all this hell and stuff. Thought that was a crazy article. <laughs> coming across that. Um, Cuba. Was it with Cuba? President just went down there for the first time oh, in yeah. 88 yeah, years. Right. Yeah, I know, right? And everyone's all, Things there's like changing. mixed emotions up, upon it. They played a baseball game there for the first time in forever. The Rolling Stones gave a free concert in Cuba at the same stadium where they played the baseball game. Yeah. The uh, Cuba's a weird place because of how long it's been like that, right? Yeah, because of the embargo. Mm-hmm. I don't fully know to be honest with you. So what's going on? So now they're up. They've ended the embargo. It's all gonna okay. No, no. it's still yeah. No, they, he just went down there. 
Yeah. That was it. Yeah, because of <laughs> oh, okay. the different Castro is in power now and there's kind of yeah. it's just it's it's crazy. There's people that like like it, like, all right, you know, open up Cuba and this and that and so the people are like, no, fight Cuba. They're still under a Castro. You know, the Castro killed, you know, there's people that fled Cuba, you know, to come here for a better life. And he's like, there's people that are, that, you know, the Castro regime killed my family, you know, like yeah, wow. my, my grandparents and everything like that. And Again, come up many times on the show, we were damn lucky to grow up where we grew yeah. up, man. <laughs> we think it's bad. We think it's crazy. It could get crazy with people like Trump running around, like getting the presidency. Who knows what could happen, yeah. but... <laughs> We could be, you know, like Cuba many years from now or whatever. But no, nah, see, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know too much about that. I know I did hear he went down there. And of course, I saw a million hate memes about him going to Cuba. Like everybody's got something. The Islam. Some hate to sling. That damn Muslims going down there to hang out with the socialists. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to, Cuba's socialists. We're now going to be socialists. Yeah. Bernie Sanders is Cuban. again that's that thing we were talking about at the top of the show man where people like have so little information to make such strong opinions you know that they just dig their heels in and like Bernie Sanders wants to turn us into Nordic nation he wants to make us like Sweden like no he he likes he likes some of their things he doesn't want (laughs) yeah that's always my first question like what's your source like where are you getting this from my uncle it's always some stupid thing like that and anytime you dig deep you can't really get much further people do hate obama though which was to me really funny because in the future you know they're gonna be as they say on the wrong side of history i'm pretty sure i could be wrong yeah. i, I well, totally don't know it comes I'm up saying. again to the stupid um the merrick mm. uh, you know how he nominated merrick and that was the republicans that was the the republicans republican you know supreme court what's his name emerald right no merrick his name is merrick I thought his last name was like Emerald or something like that. Again, two no, regular it's Garland. Garland. That's yeah. what I was thinking. I'm, what, yeah. what did I say? Emerald. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of Judy Garland. And no, no. Her, <laughs> I have no idea. In the Emerald. In her shoes. Like her, didn't she have? Yeah, that's where I was going with that. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, it was like there, I think just another thing just came up recently. <laughs> and it was like they keep on calling President Obama a lame duck. You know, this lame duck, he's silly. You know, he's like, he's he's now going to do this now. And it's like, fuckers, this is you guys' candidate. If you, if if Hillary comes in and wins. Yes. And they said, that's what they said. Like, no, the new president should appoint, uh, should appoint the new Supreme Court And that's what I was saying. Remember in the last episode, I'm like, if Hillary gets in there, they're going to be, oh, actually, uh, is that still on for, for. For Can we have Merrick? Can we have him back? Is that Garland? Is he still available? No. Oh, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah who knows it's gonna I, bite him in the ass but that's what i'm talking about is like when you really take into the context of what obama has dealt with as far as opposition and not just any opposition it's one thing to have opposition and like in his second term where you know congress was you know prime where he was he didn't have the power that he had in the first term where he had you know everything was democratic yeah so not only it's just there's the normal amount of opposition you're gonna face but these guys were like school kids i mean they just dug their heels in and would just we're at budget and this is a perfect example as he's going out of office and it's to- by the way it's totally historically established that that is perfectly normal in a situation like that where he's yeah. got a little bit of time left somebody dies for sure whoever the president is, is going to put somebody in power yes. how dare he <clears throat> like it's so stupid <laughs> man i don't i don't i don't really i don't know <laughs> get it at all um in lighter news 
I told you about before the podcast, the dude who requests to sing to the yeah. judge. He, <laughs> I don't know the details, but it sounds like the dude was kind of in a bad situation. Like his parole was never going to get approved or anything, but he was up for it. And so he went and uh, I guess his lawyer like okayed it with the judge beforehand uh, that he wanted to sing. Uh, it was an Adele song. What did I say it was? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. of course. Brian Ur- Earl Taylor. And you know, it went viral. That's how I told you. That's how I came across it. It was like in my Facebook feed or something like that. But uh, I expect he, he, he's saying okay. He's okay. <laughs> you would think, you know, if you're going to do that, I expected him to have some crazy killer voice or something. But yeah, that's in lighter news. Yeah. And then the, the thing too is like, who's the brother listening to Adele? <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good point too. I didn't think about that. Um, <laughs> What's the deal with, I think I mentioned this to you before the podcast, but I think you were preoccupied with something. Do you know anything about this uh, Trump posting the picture of like his wife and uh, Ted Cruz's wife? Uh-uh. I guess it happened a while ago. And so something else brought it up and it, it came up again. But like, I guess he literally was, he posted some, and I saw the picture. It's just a picture of, it's like a bad picture of Cruz's wife. And, you know, she's an average, she's not horrible, but the picture was pretty bad. And then a picture of Ivanka, or Ivanka's his wife, right? Uh, no, that's his ex-wife. His, oh, but it, whatever. Ivana Some new ex. model is who his wife yeah. is now, right? She's an ex-model too. I've seen, it's a picture of her and she's like, you know, drop dead gorgeous and like next to him. And he was making some statement about it. Like, yeah, look at the difference between your wife and my wife. Yeah. <laughs> The, My uh, wife likes seven point seven billion dollars. Your wife likes nothing. <laughs> it's such weird. You were showing me the stuff before the show about Trump, about like how he's changed over the years. Yeah, you know, like they said he's he was fallen so into madness. Yeah, yeah. It's really weird to see how humble he actually was in the beginning, and not only humble, but he kind of sounded reasonable. Yeah, they said that like the the very beginning, like it was David Letterman was asking him how much he was worth. He's like, I'll never tell you. I'll never tell you, David. And then he was like, then fast another, forward, fast forward, and it was like, I'm worth you know seven point seven fucking billion dollars. Yeah, and it's wrong. It's yeah, an it's, over, over yeah. the top like, yeah. number that's not accurate. And then he was like most. talking about like his art of the deal, his first book it yeah. made him like a staple. And they were saying, you know, and, and he's like, you know, it's you know the art of the deal is a successful book and. uh all proceeds from the sale of the book will go towards charity, you know, stuff like that. And then he's like, you know, on reality TV talking about this and that and WWE and everything. And I was saying he was just so humble in the very beginning, never talked about how much he was worth or anything like that. And just, you know, told people on how to get rich. And now he's just like, I'm rich. You're not, I'm smart. You're dumb. I'm good looking. You're ugly and a liar. Yeah, that's your Trump is not bad, dude. That's actually much better than I could do. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what happened? Do you think that it's just all those years of, of because you hear those kind of stories a lot too with like people who go from progressive to conservative in their old age kind of thing. So people change, you know, and stuff happens. But it makes me wonder. He's like, did he just learn from all those years of having success that the more douchey he was, the more success he had, kind of thing? Or? Yeah, because the, the Apprentice and they were showing that you know the more he was an asshole, the more ratings he got. <laughs> <laughs> that one clip was so bad where the he's like firing somebody and this other chick kind of chimes in in defense and he's like, you know what? Why are you interrupting me? You're fired too. <laughs> Just fires her on the spot. <laughs> oh man, the music comes in blaring in our ears today. Mike, uh, it was a good episode, buddy. Just two regular dudes 
We just sit here, we explore life, we bullshit. Yeah. We're just like you guys. We don't know everything, but I think it's important that we talk stuff out. So uh, that's what we do, man. Uh, MikeAndTonyShow.com. Everything's there. You can email us at MikeAndTonyShow at gmail.com. Uh, check out my music, TonyDollarMusic.com. Yes, sir. And with that, fellas, that's a wrap. Cheers. Cheers.